good evening everybody i want to welcome us to this evening session i want to appreciate the convener of this group brother joshua of Benemi. and the topic before us today in valiant generation group is living a life of far-reaching significance my name is Inoyozi Esusa. Now, different people have different view of success, but the truth is success differs for everyone. Success is based on your assignment, on your purpose. Let me give you an instance. If two people are given a race to run, one is 100 meter race and the other one is 200 meter race. At the end of the race, both of them will be rewarded based on the race they've been given. If you were given 100 meter race and you ran for 200, you won't be rewarded because your race is not 200 meter race, but 100. So when we are talking about significance, we are talking about the quality of being worthy of attention. Now, what will make you become that? It is running your race properly. Running your race properly. Doing what you are meant to do at a particular time doing what god has counted as best for you living in god's best so that's what he talks about so we'll be giving you some few points that will make you do that we'll give you some few points in the sessions that will follow that'll make you live a life of far-reaching significance praise the lord but before we start we'd like to pray Heavenly Father, we pray for today, pray for everyone on this group listening to these words. We pray that the action of God's word will give them hope and they will use the word properly and they will be doers of the work and not just hearers only in the name of Jesus. We pray for wisdom and guidance that this word will not push them to ruin but it will push them to proper living. In Jesus' name, we pray. So, I'll start giving you the points right away. The first point I want you to notice, to live a life of significance, you must be born of the Spirit, which is to be born again. You must be born again, first and foremost, because the significance we are trying to talk about is the one that relates to the Christian living. Right? The Christian living. It is not it is not just living any our life but the one that pertained to us as Christians so number one is to be born of the Spirit you must be born again to live a life of far-reaching significance something happened in the Bible in the book of John chapter 3 the story of a man called Nicodemus Nicodemus came to meet Jesus he said I'm going to paraphrase some of the statements. He said, the things you are doing, you can't do them except you are from God. No man will be able to do all these things you are doing except you are from God. In other words, Nicodemus was just trying to tell Jesus that you are so you are you are really being impactful. You are reaching a life of significance. In other words, people see you and appreciate what you are doing, but these things cannot be done except you are associated with God. And Jesus told Nicodemus something, he said, except you are born of the Spirit, you cannot see or enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus was introducing Nicodemus to a pattern of 
significance that being born of the spirit gives you access to a life of impact a life of success according to god's plan so in the next session i'll be telling you some other points thank you very much i want you to think on this one god bless you okay the second point i want to talk about is give attention to the word of god and to prayers give attention to the word of god and to prayers now we we know the popular story in the book of Acts, chapter 6 about when the disciples of jesus multiplied there was murmuring among the Grecians against the hebrews because they were complaining that their widows were neglected in daily ministrations like giving of food and sharing of food then the disciples called the multitudes of people together and told them that they cannot leave the ministry of the world and start attending to food but they said we are going to look for people that will do that work now in in, in Acts chapter 6 verse 4 the disciples said we will give our attention to the ministry of the world and to prayers we know what happened to them at the end of the day they were known all over the city some people said these people have turned the world upside down because they gave attention to the word of God and to prayer. So they reached significance, a level of far-reaching significance for everyone to see. They lived a life of far-reaching significance. And that's what we are talking about today. That if you must live a life of far-reaching significance, number one point, you must be born of a spirit. Number two point, you must give attention to the word of God and to prayers. When I talk about giving attention to the word of God and to prayer, we don't mean just constantly opening one verse of the Bible and meditating. No, that's not all. You must do everything God is saying about success in the world. You must pray as God has ordained you to pray for success in the world. And this being done, there is no way you will not attain to the level of success that God has packaged for you. I pray this message reach you and do the needful in your life in Jesus' name. Okay, thank you very much. I want to talk about some other points. Now, another point that will help you live a life of far-reaching significance is to live with a purpose in mind. You must live with a purpose in mind. Because we are Christians, it is better and best for every one of us to understand that the success principles are all packaged in the Word of God. Now, let me give you something that happened. Paul the Apostle is known by many of us as a man that is known all over the scriptures for impacts in the spread of the gospel of Jesus. There's something that happened to Paul at this early time of conversion. Jesus appeared to him and told him in Acts chapter 26 verse 14, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Now Saul answered and said, Jesus, uh, he, he asked him a question, he said, who are you, Lord? And Jesus said, I am Jesus whom you persecute. Now, but something happened that Jesus started talking to Paul. He said, stand up on, on your feet. I've appeared to you because I want you to be a minister. Now, if you read it in the book of Acts 26, 16 in King James Version, he said, but rise and stand upon your feet. I have appeared unto you for this purpose. What was the purpose? To make you a minister, a witness of both the things which you have seen and the things which I will still appear to tell thee. 
I want to deliver you from the people, from the Gentiles, and the same people that I'm sending you to, so that you can open their eyes to turn them from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to God, so that they may receive forgiveness of sin, so that they may receive inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And, and, and in verse 19, Paul said, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Now, if you live with a mind of a purposeful mind, you won't live a life of disobedience to the vision that God has given you concerning your life. So this is what Paul was explaining to us that what happens to me was that what happened to me was that God gave me a purpose to reach the people with his word and I did not disobey it. And that is what made me to be like this. Because Agrippa wanted to understand why Paul was being charged while he was known everywhere for preaching this kind of message. So this is how you live a life of significance. You must live with a purpose in mind. Have a purpose for living. Don't live a life that is not that is without purpose. Don't live a life of everybody tell you to go this way, you go that way. You don't have a conviction. You are purposeless. No. The Bible said in 1 John 3, 8, that for this purpose was the Son of Man manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. So the purpose of Jesus also was known. 1 John 3, verse 8. So purpose helps you define your course in life. Purpose implies the motive of every action. For example, in every course, in every action in life, there is a purpose. But in your own personal commitment and actions in life, you must have defined purpose. Wake up with purpose in mind. Wake up with purpose in mind. Sleep with purpose in mind. Every day of your life should be a life of purpose. Jesus always had the purpose why God sent him into this world in mind. At every point, Jesus will say, I must do the work of him that sent me while it is day. Because night comes when no man can walk. How come? That's how we knew Jesus all over the world. That is a man that is moving the world to himself because he understood why he came into the world. So you yourself must know that for me, for you, for every one of us to live a life of far-reaching significance, we must live with purpose in mind. Purpose help define our course. Purpose implies the motive of every action. Another point we must understand is the principle of honor. The principle of honor. Now, what, what do I mean by the principle of honor? We must learn to honor people. Now, what does honor mean? Honor means to treat differently from others. It means in a very respectful and reverential way. What do I mean by this? In our life, there are people that we must honor. For example, in your life, God must be honored. You're going to church, your place of worship, you must do that with reverence. You must go to church with honor because if you don't, if you go late to church, you are not treating that kind of acts. You are not treating the worship of God with honor. So that's what I mean by honor. You must treat another Christian person with honor. All these boys down to honor. In, in the book of Matthew chapter 10, Jesus gave an analogy about honor. Matthew chapter 10. If you see in verse 11, Jesus was telling the apostles, he said, whatever city you enter, you should ask who is worthy and stay with that person. Now, what he was trying to say about who is worthy is that anyone that receives you, is when you come into the house, salute the house. If the house be worthy, let your peace come upon that. If they receive you, if they honor you. So Jesus was telling the disciples that if they receive you, they receive me. If they honor you, they honor me. 
and if they will not honor you, shake off the dust of your feet and they will get the judgment for disobeying you. Now, this is honor in action. Honor your pastors. Honor the people that God sent to you to give you the word of God. Paul said in the book of Galatians that you can them of double honor. The people that minister the word of God to you. In, in Galatians said, whatever you sow to them, you will reap. If you sow respect to them, you will reap respect. So, what we are talking about here is that honor is a way of reverencing the people, treating the people that God sent to you. The principle of honor is a principle of success. You must learn to honor. Something happened to Jesus in the book of Mark chapter 6. Jesus went to his, his home to preach. He came to his own country and his disciples followed him. That was said, when the Sabbath day was come, he was teaching, uh, he began to teach in the synagogue. People were listening to him and they were astonished at the way he was preaching because he did so many things. Later on in Mark chapter 6 verse 3, some people started ridiculing Jesus like, is this not the carpenter that the brother is with us? And the Bible said, and they were offended at him. They became so, they were, they were so, they were thinking, ah, this man that we know all over the world, is he the one that is trying to help us? Is he the one that is not doing as if he's God? Is he the one that is not doing as if he's better than every other person? And the Bible said, they were offended at him. And Jesus said something. He said, prophet is not without honor, except in his own country and among his own people and in his own house. And because he could, the Bible said in verse 5, Mark 6 verse 5, that he dare could do no mighty works, except that he just lay hands on the few people and heed them. So he, Jesus marveled at their unbelief and he started teaching around about the villages. Why? Because they dishonored him. In our life, we must honor the people that God has placed ahead of us. As a business person, as a student, the people that God placed ahead of you, you must honor them. Not because just because they are older than you know. Honor them because they've been placed by God ahead of you to help you to the place. If you honor people, you easily receive from them. Jesus said, if they give you a cup of water, they get the reward. So honor is a pathway to living a life of far-reaching significance. I pray this bless you. Amen. Okay, I would like to give another point, but before that, I would like to go through the former point. Be born of the Spirit, give attention to the Word and to prayer, live with the purpose in mind. Live with the purpose in mind. And also, you must understand the principle of honor. The next one I want to talk about is you must let go of previous success and failures. You must let go of previous success and failures. In the book of Philippians chapter 3 verse 13, Paul said, from verse 12 he said, Not as though I had already attained, either we are already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I can't not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, I forget those things that are behind, and I reach forth unto those things that are before. Verse 14, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. In verse 15, he encouraged every one of us, said, let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. If in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Now, he was trying to tell us that we should all have this sense of forgetting those things that are behind us and pushing forward. We must learn to break our own records. We must learn to remove our mind from previous success 
some people will always say yes in my secondary school i was the best in my secondary school but what is happening now that you're in the university are you still the best you must learn to put previous success behind you must also learn to put previous failure behind so that you can reach forth to a more significant life so this is the secret very simple put away previous success so you can get more success put away previous failures so you can get success there was a story of a man I read, his name was Sergi Buka. Sergi Buka broke his own record 39 times in the high jump, in the pole vote jump. He broke his own record 39 times. He broke his first record, broke the second record 39 times. He kept breaking his own record because he learned to put behind the past. So every one of us must learn to put behind the past so that we can attain to a new level of significance. We must put away the past so we can attain to a new level of significance. So this is how it goes. Put away the past, focus on the future, and before you know it, your life will show what quality that is being accepted and worthy of attention and emulation. Okay. Now, I want to also talk about another point, which is you must learn to be time conscious. You must learn to work with time. In Ephesians 5 verse 16, Colossians 4 verse 5, Bible talks about redeeming the time. Time always reminds us of God's mercy. Tomorrow shows that, ah, God has given me another chance. Next tomorrow shows that God has given me another chance. That shows God's mercy to help you. So you must learn to work with time. Be time conscious. Know when to be in a place at a particular time. Know when to leave a place at a particular time. We must not spend all our efforts trying to please people, visiting from place to place, just in a bid to please people. No, we must learn to know that at this time, I need to be studying. At this time, I need to be praying. At this time, I need to be at work. At this time, I need to be preaching. At this time, I need to be doing one thing that will show creativity. At this time, I need to be doing this. We must learn to be time conscious. Being time conscious is a way of helping ourselves reaching a life of significance. God bless you. Okay, you are welcome back. Another point I want to talk about now is you must always learn to dream of greatness by reading books about great people. Reading helps you dream. When you read how somebody has done something that you want to do, it makes it easy for you to do it. Give attention to reading. Read biographies. Read quality materials of great people. Read things about what successful people have done. Spend a lot of time. Spend your money, your resources to buy materials on great people. Study them. Think about what they did and how they overcome their, overcame their obstacles. Apply the same principles for your life and it will surely work. So, this is how it is. Always dream of greatness by reading about great people. Read about great people with their works. Have biographies. If you want to do business, read books about businesses and successful businesses. And how they made their mistakes and how they were able to overcome it. It will make you an excellent person. So, this is also a way of a pathway to becoming excellent. Reading makes you excellent. Excellence means to excel, to do things right and get the results, to be productive. So always dream of greatness by reading about great people. Read about their works. Study what they've done. See how you can improve on it or see how you can learn from it. And that will help you very well. So another point is 
you should also learn to raise young people if you, you are being raised by mentor you also have a younger person that you are training it gives you a way of raising your standard most people that raise people always don't want to make mistakes so that the younger ones they are raising will not see them as wrong especially man that that is not only the reason because that might be a life of hypocrisy but it helps if you are raising people you always want to prepare ahead to be able to talk to them or impact them with knowledge so dream of greatness by reading about god's people and also raise people dream of greatness by reading about great people and also raise young proteges have mentors and also have proteges be raised by people that have mentors and also have proteges people that you are mentoring at every time have mentors have people that you are mentoring which we call proteges this will help you raise your standard and this will help you attain to a proper level of thinking and excellence so this is what we are trying to make you understand that reading culture helps you develop excellent mindset helps you break barriers helps you improve on what people have done and helps you become a person of of, of significance people will also give you attention if you give attention to studying and also learn to have mentors and also learn to have proteges proteges are people that are younger that you are training to also become a person or people of significance so thank you very much thank you very much we'd like to give the final point for today we'll talk about the right association the right association helps you reach a life of far-reaching significance because your association actually affects your discretion and your decision the association affects your discretion and decision and the more you move with people the more you get something from them also if you move with the person that is bad before you know your communication with the person will not affect your own good manners the Bible talks about evil communication corrupt good manner don't let anyone deceive you because that's true now your association influences your thoughts your opinion and your mindset the way you think is affected by your association so the right association actually brings you to your destiny quicker the right association affects your action so your association affects your destination the association can make you do something or not to do it so influences that's what we talk about peer pressure that's a product of association because they move with an associated group of the same age they are pressured into doing what they don't want to do you know the story of daniel shedra meshach and abednego in the bible they were made to do the right things because of their influences together daniel said i propose in my heart that i'm not going to corrupt myself and his friends follow suit because of the right association so every one of us must learn that association actually guides us make us become good at something better at something or the best at something your friends the quality of your friends now will surely determine the quality of the person that you become so every one of us must learn to move with the right team have the right association with people do not move with people because everyone is moving with them no do these people go in line with your belief 
Do these people go in line with your actions? Do these people go in line with sound and upright thinking that will later generate a, a, a purposeful life? If you read the Bible, you'll see in the book of Acts that the disciples will go back to their own company, their association, and they'll go and report all that has happened to them and they will go and pray. At the end of the day, they will get the victory because they had the right association. Your association is very important. Your association is very important. Your association make or mar you. So, another last point I want to talk about is be diligent in what you do. Diligence. The Bible talks about a man that is diligent. He said he will stand before kings. He will not stand before ordinary people. Have you ever seen a man that is diligent? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before ordinary people. As in Proverbs 22 verse 29. So, diligence helps. I want to give you a personal story. For example, I stay a lot of time. I spend a lot of time to study. For example, I read for like 13 hours or 15 hours, especially in this lockdown period. If I'm not in the class teaching, I'll try to maximize the time that I'm awake to read. It helps me cover up many grounds. So every one of us must learn to be diligent. You all might not be reading, you might be you want to pray for long. You must be diligent in your prayers. You might be a business person, you must find time to attend to your business. You might be a professional in the office, you might be doing one thing or the other. You must find time to attend to all these things. So now what have we talked about today? You must be born of the spirit, you must give attention to the word of God and to prayer, you must live a purposeful life. You must have the principle and understand the principles of honor. You must not let your past success or failure hinder you. You must learn to work with time. You must dream of greatness by reading about great people. You must raise people. You must have mentors and you must also have protégés. This will help you raise your standard. You must have the right association. And finally, you must be diligent or hardworking in whatsoever you find your hand to do. This is where we will stop today. I pray for everyone that are listening to this broadcast that you will not just be hearers, but you be doers. That the word of God and the actions and experiences will help you make proper decisions that will make you reach a life of far-reaching significance. That even though as you spend your days on earth, people all over the world will see your good works and they will glorify the Father which is in heaven. Living a life of far-reaching significance according to the word of God is God's plan for us. I pray that today you will reach there as you attend to these words in Jesus' name. We also pray for the coordinator of this group and everyone associated that this group will, strength, will go from strength to strength in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much for listening. God bless every one of us. God bless you. Amen.